I'm not sure if they were all in there, so. I just kind of keep coming across them. Hang on, I'm going to go put a... Oh no, never mind. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hey, we're live. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, Dice Peoples. Uh, apparently, Larissa had to run and go find dice. I am working and living and breathing, and we are listening together to Probability of Dice. I am Rurik. Wow, that was lost. Uh, we're a group of storytellers. I didn't know what I was doing. Playing nerdy games, using chance in our imaginations to provide rules and structure to Atland, which is a world of our own creation, sort of maybe because it's Earth in the future, the far, far future. A uh, planet left vulnerable by science and infected with magic. This is a world far different from the one you know today. <laughs> Continents have shifted, cities have arisen, and new creatures and peoples of varied origin dot the wondrous landscapes. Thank you for coming with it as we explore it together. Beep, because somebody was editing today. <laughs> no. I'm in the I'm in the Google Doc where Rurik is reading that, and I just oh. wrote I wrote at the end of it I wrote fuckity fuck 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 in all cap letters. <laughs> Yeah, like let's th- let's throw me off of that one thing that I have to say at the beginning to like do the intro thing. So people and then I, also, actually and then I deleted to that and I wrote today, today, today. <laughs> oh, welcome very much. Like I just said, I am Rurik. I am happy to see you all. I'm moving lights around. I am mostly happy to see my three friends who are on the screen because I haven't. I mean, like your faces are very very treasurable. Aww. Aww. Earlier, I was booping their snoots, and I was like, three boops at once, because that's how cameras work, right? Um, I have a new game for us today for introductions to make it it fun. Does it involve a ball? Um, Is it a sports ball game? game. Okay. (laughs) Is it fetch? Totally. Is it fetch? I'm super good at fetch. When we first I throw the ball, Willow ignores it, then I go get it. I'm really good at it. (laughs) That is true. When we first started this, we were using a kind of juiced version of uh, the the Wandering Year or the Whispering Year, or I don't remember what the game is called, but it's a fun game where you can build a city. Ah. And we were using a version of that to kind of create Overton, which kind of created the world around it. So I thought, why not bring up the past? <laughs> God. And ask you know you I don't few... remember yesterday, right? I'm just throwing that out there. Ask you a few questions. Yes, I know you don't remember yesterday. So, what uh, group? Anybody can answer this one. Was the first group to move in and start to muck about with the, the people of Underton itself? I think you remember what that group was. First to move in? Yeah, there was a group that started up and they kind of, you could either say where they settled or anything about them that you recall. I'm very open on this one to the answers. You might say you could almost make it up because you did the first time we did it. <laughs> Are they not the, no, that's camp. I mean, right. it's like the uh, first ahead. like Overtonians. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Like, Okay, so my guess was wrong. It's not the it's not the French fry people. It is no. 
Is it? The potato they were, people? Yeah, the, the taters. Yeah. The taters yeah, restaurant. they produced the taters. potato people. That takes us to question number two. You got a D4 <laughs> to, to hang out together. What sure. were the potato people's restaurant eventually called? Taters and Taters 2. Yep. Nice. That to a D6. Four. Stupid. Okay, a D6. <laughs> Keeping track for us. Keeping track. Uh, eventually, tensions mounted between Underton and Overton. What occurred to change that dynamic a little bit? We released the water? No. No. Way before that. Uh... Was it the landslide? Or the explosion? Wasn't there an explosion on one of the walls? And it like caved in the wall? Yeah, one of those Underton things? Underton had a collapse. And the Overton names we kind of mucked around with that. We didn't really highlight it too much, but there was a collapse. And we didn't talk in detail about what that was or how that happened. But yes, it was a collapse. Let uh, it go, Jeff. I remember because Jess's other character idea was someone who was injured in that rock slide. Yeah. yeah. That one or the, in the, 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 I don't remember. There was a lot of, my memory for the character specific creations were weak. In, so does that one count? Did we get that? That takes us to a D8. So next would be a D10. Um, wow. That totally made me lose track of my question, so I have to go look at them again. <laughs> uh, in the transition, who was it that came and became kind of uh, like set up a, set up shop, basically, and um, messed around with all of everybody's expectations and, and was kind of the introduction Bring of magic? us a shrubbery! <laughs> it was me. It yeah. was me. 100% knee. All right. Next level up. I love that he's still being authentic to himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not here. Uh, on the largest tree in the forest with the herring. <laughs> Jess, have you not seen Monty Python there on the Holy is... Grail? Of course I have. Okay. I'm just focused on the quiz. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Stay focused. There is a major product for Underton Overton that dwarfs all other products. What is it? Gemstones. Mm-hmm. See. And what is our major export? What is our major export? Well, <laughs> do we export or do we just consume them at this point? We just crush them and cast them. And There was a reason for the walls to go up. What was that reason? Mm, there were invaders through the, the mountains, wasn't there? Or the, it was the green people, not the green people, but there mm -mm. were like people. No, there was coming down from the mountains. I feel like that the tree people, my like people, had to defend raiders? from. Like, yeah, it was like orcs or raiders or something that were attacking from the mountains. I thought. I don't know. I thought it was the like people we couldn't see that you were like. I know it was like communal defense, but I don't remember against who. Uh, I thought it was people that came through the mountain pass. People might have came lost. The... People who came through the mountain settled in. Mm. Um, but I think it was, at least my notes say, that it was the little green people. 
Oh, okay. It was a, a defensive me measure against a unknown threat of the little green people. But that could have been wrong. Who knows? That's We're what I thought. Happy. Sure. I mean, just said that, so let's go with that. A D20. I feel like that just means that everybody gets to choose one thing today to roll with advantage. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, I just grabbed all of these die for nothing. <laughs> well, you were keeping track. <laughs> you were, it was like an abacus. You were just like doing it physically. Yeah, yeah you're just abacying <laughs> our, our way through that. All right. Th that was fun. Uh, please meet Jason, our happy-go-lucky bard who never has a worry in the world. Um, just traipsing through life. Lickety, life. Stop it! I was just thinking that. <laughs> uh, plays Asher. Do you have anything else you want to say about Asher? I just totally introduced you for you. No, I'm good. Move on. All right, I'm going to introduce everybody. <laughs> Larissa plays Trixie, a punk squirrel with an attitude adjustment problem. No. <laughs> are you kidding the me? Face, I'm like the, the nicest face. one. You're the you're the attitude adjuster. That's what you are. <laughs> That is your attitude yeah, adjustment I, I, problem is adjusting other people's attitudes. Her secret name in the darkest circles of all of Overton and Underton is the Grave Digger, <laughs> <laughs> or Pirate Queen, depending. Oh yeah, that's true. Pirate Queen. The Grave Digger is her airship. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh. No, don't oh, give them ideas. Yes. <laughs> this is why we don't say those things out loud. Oh, you say all sorts of things out loud, and then I barely remember them ten seconds later. So that's you know the uh, bonuses of having a newt-like memory. And <laughs> then there is Jess, who plays Tanzanite, aka the Wicked Lion of the East. <laughs> A uh, cleric who recently aligned themselves with a specific sect of the gods. And oh, God, what will that mean for the group, for the cleric, for death itself? Because she kind of is into death. Ah, and this is our cast. I love them. I miss them. I right. cast Firewall. No, miss wait. you. <laughs> Yes, you, you should always cast Fireball wherever your teams are. Yes. Well, we continue encouraging you to support independent creators, etc., etc. If you happen to be in the Portland area coming up soon, there is a big game convention coming to a theater near you. I just lost the page because everything moved on my screen, but it's called GameStorm. And Ooh. if you ever... They, they recently moved their... Uh, website to a new tool but if you just go to gamestorm.org it will take you there and I am going to really quickly paste that into chat but let's solidify all the random garbage that I'm saying with it's really cool GameStorm dun 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 yeah. I feel like the sandstorm should be there yeah so it's really cool yeah, honestly um if you ever go, they test out games there. It's like a four-day gaming convention. Um, and I honestly was wishing that, because I didn't learn about it till too late, I was wishing that I could have known about it early enough to try to con these three into coming. Um, like book them tickets and hotels or whatnot. Uh, but yeah, Next if you're in the... Year. Yeah, totally. If you're in the Portland area, definitely, definitely come and check it out. 
I will find out more soon because it'll be my first time there. But I will be DMing Friday evening, Saturday, and a little bit on Sunday. Yay! I'll have to come back to you a little bit because I wanted to discuss how that might impact our streaming session. <laughs> Oops, somebody said yes to something without looking at the calendar. <laughs> um, yeah. We're all having a blast. So yeah, GameStorm coming soon to a, a Portland, Oregon. GameStorm. It sounds Next really, really cool, but it's been around apparently for a long time. I don't know. Uh, we also have merch. Jason, can you take us on that journey? Yes, we have merch. Thank you. <laughs> no, we have uh, at TeePublic. Um, why did the link only go out to one platform? Uh, did you have just Facebook selected? I sure did not. Well, don't worry, because I have a banner for that one. Hey. Um, oh, I don't have that banner. Yeah, it's no. Definitely not working. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah, we have uh, merch at T Public. You can find the link in the show notes since it's not going out in most of the comment sections. And um, <laughs> you can get t shirts, coffee mugs, notebooks, stickers, um, probably like a fighter jet. I don't know. I'm sure you could get a fighter jet with our logo if you looked hard enough on the internet. If you wanted to do that, we would allow it. I'm just saying. But probably not at Tee Public. But if you want anything else, you should go to Tee Public and buy it. Thank you. I prepared the Air that Force might not ha- might have something to say about it, but we. I, def- I definitely prepared that in advance, and um, totally, that yeah. was well rehearsed. Thank you, uh, Larissa. Uh, in two weeks, less than the Stonewall Corral will be for- performing um, Craig Hella Johnson's "Considering Matthew Shepard." Um, at the Church of Holy Apostles in Chelsea and uh, March 25th, 7.30pm. The location is 28th Street and 9th Avenue. And you can buy tickets at stonewallcorral.org forward slash buy dash tickets. Um, the Stonewall Corral is the nation's oldest LGBT well, nation's first LGBTQ uh, choir. And, um, yeah, it's very much a home for, for many people. It's a home, a community, uh, we get together and we, you know, we make music and, you know, be a family. So it's a shelter for a lot of people. It's very, very cool. Jess, did you have any announcements to add? No. No. (laughs) All right. Well, with that beautifulness i think it is time for the word of the day word of the day word of the day getting better and better waiting until larissa's actually got food in her mouth before i say that (laughs) all right so the word of the day today is akinesia which is a loss or an impairment of voluntary activity such as like a muscle A a kinesia, kinesia, kinesia. Is it like spelled like kinesiology, but a a kinesiology? A k i n e s i a. Wow. According to dictionary.com. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go nerd it up later and look at that because I wonder if I have a kinesia is the absence of movement. You're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what the like too much movement would be considered like when you're 
crazy wiggly and you can't get it out. Hmm. Just crazy wiggly. All right. <laughs> that. I If I get to use that, that one I might have a chance of using myself. If I get it, then I get to like triple the damage dice on y'all, right? That's how it works. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, Larissa agreed. So we're all excited. <laughs> it is now time so that we can pass this by and I can keep that on record like a Don't deal forget to thing. turn this music off before we run the thing. <laughs> before we run the other thing. Yes, I know. Yes. Okay. It is now time to roll for our commercial. All right. Uh, if you, while my friends on screen get themselves ready and set up with their dice in hand, if you've never watched us do this ridiculousness before, it's what we're doing until we have a real sponsor. Once we have a real sponsor, maybe we'll still do this just with the sponsor's message. Won't that be an enticement for them to to to, to utilize our services? Mm. But we're looking for an advertiser one day when we're super famous and, and rock. we're already rock stars. We're just looking to be super famous rock stars. <laughs> At any rate, what happens is everybody rolls as a D20. Rolls as a D20? Wow. High roller gets to choose the topic or choose to read. They get to make that choice. Low roller takes the other end of that stick. High roller also gets to roll a D4, and the numbers for the D4 is Jason's one, I'm two, Jess is three, Larissa is four. One day maybe we'll mix that up and match that up. But whoever gets rolled has to write the commercial, which just has been challenging our little neurons with fun and surprise every day. So are you ready to roll? Twelve. <laughs> 19. Eight. Damn it. Four. <laughs> Four. <laughs> I've been like safely in the middle on all of this lately and I'm loving it. <laughs> well, I'm loving that I get to, I, I want to, I want to come, do I want to come up with a topic or do I want to read? Oh, but I want to see Jess read. Jess is a fun reader. All right. So what we're going to do <laughs> is... What? Like, it's so much fun. Uh, a early adventurer's totem that their mother gives them. And it does something to help on the quest with lots of air quotes around that. That is the topic. So like a, a, a what motherly person in your life or fatherly person in your life might give you as an early adventurer that somehow helps you on your quest. <sighs> oh, and I have to roll the D4. And um, we know Jess is going to be the reader. And <laughs> oh, no. Jess is going to be the writer. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Love it. Loving it. That is a fun mix because I, Jason got a, a day off of commercial business altogether. Jess gets to read it. Larissa gets to write it. Like we put everybody into operation mode. That's lovely. All right. Lovely. Next comes our roll for recap, which is just our way of having recaps be a little bit more interesting and also seeing who remembers what. Uh, the person who rolls highest is safest the person who's rolls lowest is tortured um i'm looking at facial expressions and i'm totally within a realm of safety unless y'all rolled really high 13 15 17 5 Son of a Larissa gets to be our recapperator 
Larissa, what happened last time? I am the recapinator. All right. Um, we started. We were still at the ball. We were. We had successfully kind of mingled with the um, two kind of outlying factions that had kind of not really committed to the um, the alliance yet, which were the uh, contingency of the dead and or the undead and um the desert people um at which point we were attacked or at least there were rumors not attacked we uh, we received word of sightings of a green dragon uh along the wall that was just kind of like popping in and out kind of recon so we dispersed the ball it was booping the wall (laughs) so we dispersed um the guests and enacted like our quote unquote battle plans. <clears throat> You've got like a dragon. whole animated series happening for this. It's, not- it's it's a really great thing to interrupt the person with ADHD, let me tell you, because they completely and are absolutely able to, you know, pick up the train of thought. Um so I took off because I'm fast. Uh, although I think no, uh, first Trixie and Tanzanite stayed because we had gear we needed to get or get have uh, people get for us. So uh, Asher went ahead to kind of scout and figure out what was going on. And uh, as he got there, like you could see people running away, but all of a sudden there was just kind of this green person um a feminine figure in completely all green scales um who spoke in a very puzzling manner and seemed to be invested in uh acquiring ideas wanting to gain ideas uh but it kind of took a long time for Asher to figure out exactly what was meant by that. Um, Trixie eventually joined the conversation. Um, And so there was a lot of discussion about, well, who this person was because they didn't understand the concept of a name. And Trixie and Asher were kind of stalling also at the same time to try to just figure out what it was this being wanted with Overton, whether they were actually attacking or if they were just kind of quirky and passing through. (laughs) Um, At which point Tanzanite showed up. um, And I think, did we summon Nii? How did we get a hold of Nii? Yeah, we sent a patrol to go get him. Right. Um, And so Nii showed up and we kind of introduced them. um, And we encouraged begged uh coerced knee into taking the being into his tower because he had a lot of little knickknacks that he could show show her in terms of ideas um for her to kind of replicate uh and one thing of note was anytime she wanted an idea i i trixie had made it so that she had to ask for permission 
for the idea because we weren't exactly sure what her intentions were. And it turns out that when she acquired an idea um, or an idea that was an object or, or whatever, she replicated it, but it was more, it was just an illusion. It wasn't actually a theft in that respect. Um, so this person was just very quirky. <sighs> Didn't seem an actual threat. Uh, so we kind of foisted her on knee, knee entertained her for a while, and then she just kind of disappeared. And I don't remember what happened next. I need help. Um, we went to bed. We got up. Uh, we went to Canyonville. Right. No, but I still don't remember. Like, it's just that that's it. Like, that's where my memory ends. Canyonville, um, Asher made his armor into, like, commoner clothing as a disguise, went and got clothes for you two. <gasps> right. Right, 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 you. right. And then we were, right. like, going to meet, or we went to the Falling Rock, Rock. Inn. Falling mm-hmm. Rock Inn. Tavern. Tavern. That, that's where falling we stopped. Bar. Yeah, that's where, like, that's where Asher's contact is, Phantom is supposed to be. That's where we stopped. Yeah, right. to figure out how to go slightly incognito. And you're currently wearing a poncho, just so you remember that, Trixie. And Tanzanite, you're wearing, mm. well, <laughs> actually, let me rephrase this. Jawa Trixie is walking along, whereas, uh, what was the Star Wars matchup that we had for Tanzanite? Yeah. Yes. Tuscan Raider. Tuscan Raiders. Uh, so the three of you are walking up to this bar. And honestly, things are looking pretty straightforward at this point but we will transition and be right back after these messages I am dripping liquid stuff all over my face. What happened? Does your lip have a hole in it? Yay for bottled cans that have punctures in the sides of them. Oh, no. (laughs) Bottled cans. What? You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Turn your words around on you, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. The world is is wackadoo and messing with me every five minutes. Well, Welcome back and welcome to the Web of Intrigue. <laughs> um, Wait, what, where, what, what was it again? Web of Intrigue. <laughs> I may have gotten up too early this morning. We are here at... I'll say it backwards. <laughs> I would love to play that back the other way and actually find out that it does go web of entry. So you are all here in front of the Falling Rock bar. It's a hovel. It is a dive bar. It is also 
kind of cool because somewhere along the line, you know that this bar has to have been around forever because there is a rock over the door that is just levitating there, kind of held by tethers, but levitating there. And these types of objects are ridiculously expensive. So for a bar to be holding on to this in the current climate and industry where war demands all these types of materials go into the airship manufacturing industry, it's a little bit funky to see a floating rock there. Three of you are there. What do you do? It's just like going to the dive bar in the East Village where it's like intentionally a dive bar, but does very well. <laughs> it could be. Um, I will go to the door and go inside. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, I like that sound effect. That actually makes me super, super happy. Um, so all sound effects all day today. <laughs> nice. So as you're leading the, the way, the three of you go into this bar. Um, Tanzanite and Trixie, you're following right after, or are you lingering outside? Um, I was going to follow. Okay. I am actually going to post up outside the door, but not like I'm guarding the door. More like I'm going to take your slouch in there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to pull this poncho. Up. I'm, I'm going I'm to sit on the ground, like up against my back up against the wall of the tab, the bar and pull like my poncho. So that like, it's kind of over my face. I was really hoping it would have a hood. I should have requested a hood. Um, hey, this is D and D. We get to tell stories. You have a hood. Okay. Okay. And I'm just going to like pull it up and just going to kind of be like on the ground, almost like a beggar kind of situation. So I'm not I'm not actively begging. It's more just like maybe I'm drunk or whatever, but I'm just kind of posted so, up that way. So I'll say that you are wedged. Um, the 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 the. But I'm not underneath the rock. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me clarify. I am rock adjacent. You, you are wedged in a place rock. where you, Trixie, can hear a clanking and hissing of machinery and steam escaping from pipes. And this entrance, um, you're kind of wedged at the entrance beyond the, the space of the rock, you know, a few steps closer, where you can see that these enormous gears have been repurposed as the door handles. Mm. And that door itself seems to be made of some sort of thick rock or metal with rivets holding it in place. Um, Asher and Tanzanite, as you step inside, the first thing that hits you is the smell of oil and metal. The walls are made of rough, uneven stone, and there are pipes and gears jutting out at odd angles, all connecting to a web of these thick black cables. The lighting is dim, and flickering mage lights are suspended from the ceiling by thick, rusted chains. There's a long, polished brass bar with a roll of row of leather top stools. And a bartender who is kind of a gruff-looking person with a bushy mustache, human, oil-stained apron. And they're polishing glasses with a rag that might be more appropriate for a modern-day automotive shop. Behind him are shelves filled with bottles of all shapes and sizes, each labeled with handwritten tags. The patrons are a motley crew of humanoids and possibly 
automatons. Or those just might be art pieces that have been left here. But everyone is dressed in a mixture of leather and metal, much like you are, in working clothes. They sit at tables made of reclaimed wood and metal, stone and other objects. And they're chatting and laughing over frothy pints of ale. It is towards evening. It is after day shift. Some of them are even sitting there at these tables with gadgets and gizmos spread out everywhere while they tinker with them together. And others are playing games of chance on machines and tables that look like they were built in some bygone age and then aged and aged and aged. In the corner, there's a stage made of these metal plates disked together and a group of musicians playing a lively, if misguided, assortment of instruments, including a steam-powered accordion and a pair of clockwork drums. The crowd closest to that area is clapping and stomping along, and there's even a few dancing. Tanzanite, you've bonded more with the common people, but you see yourself slightly distancing internally to see the type of dancing that is going on. Overall, this dive bar has a gritty industrial feel, much like Canyonville does in general. And there's also a sense of commod, com, com, camaraderie. 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 I'm, you, you do that word. And <laughs> innovation in the air. It's a place where ancient artifacts are meeting new innovations and where everything feels possible with enough imagination and booze. Um, Gave you the description. Okay. Oh, is that all? (laughs) (laughs) Um, My new favorite place, by the way. (laughs) I'm going to walk over and I'm going to lean on the bar and I'm going to say, hey, Tanzanite. The past, present, and future, I walked into a bar. It was tense. Uh, And I'm going to turn it. That's pretty lame, even for you. I know. And I'll turn to the bartender and be like, hello. <laughs> Come this hey, hey. How? Welcome, newbies. And as he says, newbies, it's the first time that everybody kind of like looks over at you. It's only the people in the general circle. It's not like that bar scene where everybody looks. It's just like the people nearby look and turn. The music doesn't like screech out and then everybody stares at us. No, no, no. That continues going on. Um, it is loud and his shout does get you a little bit of attention. I would like, I would like an ale and whatever my friend would like. Ah, friend, what do you like? And they gesture behind themselves at all these hand labeled bottles. Um, uh, Whatever you suggest. Oh, well, you look like one of those fine and fancy folk with those pointy ears, and I have just the remedy for that. And he reaches behind himself without even looking, grabs a bottle that appears to be absolutely translucent except for some swirling something, sediment maybe, in that bottle. And you don't even see what glasses he's pouring into because it's hidden beneath the bar, but you hear a glug, 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 glug. 
caps that and then he reaches over and one of the steaming hissing pipes is drawn over his, and you see he's somehow beneath the bar put on a big heavy industrial glove and he moves that bar over in place and you hear a hiss and steam rises up around the bar and as he's as that hissing is going on and, and the, the various noises of the mechanics at, at work he reaches over to another space behind the bar pulls another bar and this one is frosted on the outside it's just got an intense amount of ice on the outside and he pulls that and you hear another stream hitting another glass item down below and looking up at you all the noises around the bar itself cease but the band is still playing the other hissing and, and whining noises of all the other mechanics and machinery around here continue going he picks up both glasses and plops them both in front of you. In front of you, Tanzanite, is a still smoking or steaming clear drink in a small glass. And in front of you, Asher, is this pale ale that looks like the perfect balance of a tiny bit of foam at the top and just gorgeous golden yellow below. Even as you look at this glass, though, Asher, you can tell that it is ice, ice cold because the glass is starting to frost. I'm going to hold my beer up to Tanzanite and I'd be like, I like this bar. Uh, here we go. I'm going to drink my drink. Do you shoot it? You said drink my drink and then you did the shot thing. I mean, it's in a small glass, you said, right? Or did mm -hmm. I... I don't like how you said that, but yes. <laughs> Great. There's the first hit is full of just, you know, alcohol. It's just, it's the the, the, the numbness that hits. And as you just, because you've already shot it, drink it down. You warm up from your core outward. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, not bad, not bad. Constitution saving throw. You. Loading, loading. Okay, constitution. Okay, that's just plus one. So 17. Okay. Uh, with a 17, that, that as it hits you and it, your chest kind of expands for a moment and then everything comes back together, you breathe out. And what looks like steam emits from your nostrils and mouth. And you can see that. And that warm tingling sensation that spread down your throat to your chest spreads to your fingertips. And you feel that fiery kick of a chili pepper cinnamon lingering in your mouth. It's a potent concoction. And it seems to be of higher quality than almost anything you remember tasting. Wow. Call this one the big red. Uh, Asher, you have this ale. And as you sip it, you, you expect this kind of based on the coloration, a light pale ale. It turns out to be a little bit more viscous and warm. And there's a smoky aroma to it with a hint of molasses and burnt sugar as you continue drinking it or not. If you decide you don't want to continue drinking it. 
So the, it froze the glass, but it's warm? Somehow. <laughs> Interesting. All right. I'm going to say to the bartender, hey, um, I'm supposed to meet someone here named Phantom. Do you know where I could find them? As you say Phantom, the bartender immediately gets quiet in their face and then they stare at you really closely. I don't know you. What are you asking about Phantom for? Um, I'm supposed to do some business with them. Who who do you represent? I'm with uh, Lutes and Liars. All right. Uh, let me let me let me let me make some calls. Ding. And he rolled a nat one on his uh, check, so he didn't have a clue who you were. Oh. Like of all the people. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he kind of goes off and, you know, I have your performance check. You, you could con- convince an owlbear to <laughs> take off its feathers at this point. It goes over and uh, uh, he goes over and, and uh, there's uh, another series of pipes and, and he you hear, see him, you don't hear, but you see him whispering into a pipe opening. Hey, just be a minute. No worries. How about another drink? And... He immediately, without asking, starts pouring more. Okay. Y'all about to get turned. Per your short <laughs> order, Tanzanite, you have another drink in front of you. Uh, this one is different. Uh, you, I mean, yours is more cold. Uh, there's definitely a smell you recognize that's kind of like the smells of the forest. Um, there's definitely something citrusy about it. But there's, when he reaches for some of the, 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 the bottles behind him, he's using multiple different bottles. And some seem to be viscous, but they're all clear. And then he very carefully takes a, what you would think of as an alchemical dropper and pulls up some liquid and then carefully drops, gloop, gloop, two drops at the top of this drink and then he shakes it vigorously and you can see a frothy layer of ice crystals on the outside of the shaker. Um, he decants that into a glass and then sprinkles something that looks like tiny little yellow sparkles and then lays down this sprig of thyme on top of it and hands that to you. I always like somebody I can experiment on. Well, hey, she likes to have a good time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm gonna sip it. Okay, I'm gonna take it. little sips and drink it. It's refreshing and zesty. There's a sweetness that balances out the tartness of the citrus component whatever citrus that might be it's hard to identify um everything seems to come in various bottles or vials or strange 
handwritten decanters. It's very much a a homemade everything sort of space, except homemade at a really strangely high quality for a divey space. Um, there's a fizz to it, and you get this strange complement of floral, botanicals, bitter, and then just kind of a satisfying effervescence. And I need you to roll another constitution save. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Free. Um, no, I guess save that. You are currently numb. happily numb but numb um you have disadvantage on dexterity saves great but you have advantage on wisdom saves Uh um so after a little bit uh asher are you just chatting with tanzanite the two of you at the bar or are you talking to the bartender or other people around or um I'm just going to listen to the music and if the bartender is like hanging around, we can talk to him. But if he's like not, if he's busy, then we won't bother him. Yeah. He moves around pretty quickly. Um, I think that uh, you see him pour a couple of other drinks for people. Um, There's some similar drinks to what you have, but you also see something that as it, as he passes by you, I mean, it's, you think he almost purposely does that. He kind of wafts it in your direction. It looks like a darker uh, brew um and there's that multi aroma hitting your nostrils but otherwise like he's he's just messing around and having fun and, and doing his thing um so yeah you all I'll also like put some coins on the bar like push like a tip over to his what do you put down um i don't know how much is a drink uh i'll put down like a gold but in like assorted coins has that. Okay. Yeah. Um, as soon as you put down the, the, the splash of coin, he swoops them up pretty quickly as he swings by on his next round. And as, as he swings by on his next round, he takes away your drink and replaces it with a different drink. Um, you, you have a new ale that's a deeper copper color, a very frothy white head and a mix of spicy floral hops and a toasted caramel malt. Um, that, if you choose to taste it, you can go sure. ahead and... I'll just keep drinking until somebody shows okay. up. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw as well. Oh, yeah. <sighs> constitution. Um, I want to do something once he's finished. Yep. That is a 13. Awesome. I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw while I tell you this stuff. That first sip reveals just like a complex blend of flavors. You get notes of pine and grapefruit and citrus, and then it gives way to more subtle uh, hints of biscuit and toffee. Uh, the finish is smooth and balanced, lingering bitterness, just a little satisfying dryness to your tongue. Saving throw. Five. <laughs> In your head, you are transported, and you hear a different voice say to you, the secret of the Clockwork Hops unique flavor profile is a blend of carefully selected hops that have been steam distilled to extract their essential oils and aromatics. And your mind. The oils are then added to the brew during the fermentation process, creating a rich layered hop profile that is both floral and spicy. 
The addition of the toasted caramel malt provides a subtle sweetness, better than a kiss, that balances out the bitterness of the hops, while also adding a nutty, biscuity note to your biscuit pleasure. Welcome to the Hopheads. And you Created feel yourself suddenly affiliated with a group. It, like, you don't know why, but you just know that you belong to the Hopheads. Okay. Okay. Um, what were you saying before? Hmm? Was I saying something? I don't know. Oh. I was going to do something. Okay, yes. What are you going to do, Jess? Simply want to, in my kind of numb state, did you describe what we're sitting on yet? Mm -hmm. Can you remind me one more time? Yeah, you are sitting on, uh, well, if you chose to sit at the bar, that's where I assumed. Yeah. Just a row, row of leather-topped stools. Um, are they spinny stools? Yes, they, they are. They have brass underlayment and then they're spinny. Great. I want to slowly just like spin a few times. And as I'm spinning, I just want to like survey the room. I want to see like what the clientele is, if there's any fishy looking people. Uh, just like see if anything <laughs> catches my eye. Okay. Roll a perception check. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> I have a I have a suggestion if she now wants. Oh God, she has advantage on her wisdom checks, which includes the perception check right now. So that might be hard for her. Wait, what am I? Wait, uh, oh, that's what I want to go to. Wait, wait, why? Is, oh, because she's because she's cause numb. Her dexterity saves are nothing, but her wisdoms are advantaged. Yeah, she would have had to roll double. 22. Jesus. 22. With a 22, as you kind of look around and you're checking out the space, um, surreptitious glances have been shot your way. You are not locals to some. And this is the first time you've been still long enough for people to make out who you are. So you do see a couple of tables start to whisper with guesses about who you all might be. Um, you also note a table that is very obviously not looking your direction. Um, almost like everybody who's chatting and talking and, and not just like intensely speaking with their own group, they are glancing around the space. This group isn't really chatting to each other, but they're definitely avoiding looking in your direction. What are they looking at? Just like each other? They don't even seem to be looking at each other so much except for a few glances around and a whispered word here or there, which is why it stands out to you that they don't look around, is that they don't seem to be, like their gazes travel everywhere except for you. Almost as if like as you're watching them, they, their eyes pan across the room. But when they get to where you are, their eyes just go up. I want to lean over to Asher and be like, you you chilling here? You waiting for your your dude? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, and I'm gonna stand up all sassily and pretty like. 
roll a dexterity yes! check with disadvantage <laughs> to see if you are able to sassily or prettily do this. Uh, dexterity. Nat one, okay. nat one, nat one, nat one. I think this is the only time I've ever actually wanted someone to nat one. Dexterity. Okay, there it is. Come on, baby. Heba. Dang, but not bad. 13. <laughs> okay. I had an 18. You get up, you, 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 you find your feet, and you just have to pause a moment. Take a breath, and it's not as elegant as you would like. But you make your way across the floor successfully, um, appearing to be as sober as anyone in a yeah. bar. I want to go up to that table and I'm going to say, wait, is it morning, evening? What time it's is it? It's evening. It's definitely moving say, deeper and deeper into evening. I'm going to do a slight little nod and say, good evening. You come here often? none of the people at the table look at you. You just see the backs of their heads as they all look very much away. And you hear one voice. Yeah, every night. But it's just, you can't tell who it's coming from because it's just backs of heads that you're seeing. And then, okay, then I want to like lean down and like put my head between their heads and look where they're looking and go, what are you looking at? (laughs) Um... Roll a. I feel like this is a persuasion check. Absolutely. <laughs> he might just be straight charisma. Jesus. <laughs> I think her charisma and persuasion are zero. I'm not sure, but. So this is a persuasion? Yeah. It is zero, but still rolled a 15. Jeez. <laughs> I, I think the way that you stick your head in there just so startles them that one of them looks over at you really quickly and their eyes get super, super big. And seeing their face, you can make out their features and they look like the people of Underton, your people, but with like a faint discoloration to their skin. They're a little bluer, whereas you are pure pale moonlight. Uh, hi, hi. Uh, we're just, uh, looking at the wall. And you can see, like, a little bit of a, a shake in their arms. And, like, what is the general age of this group? They are your age. My age, okay. In fact, roll a history check. History. History is just intelligence, so you don't have anything with that. That's not. It's not great, guys, but it's not bad. Let's see. Where are you, intelligence? (laughs) I ask myself that every day. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Okay. So. Uh, Where are you, intelligence? Why can't I find you? (laughs) Why have you gone a dirt? It's going to be a solid uh, seven. Okay. Um, (laughs) You think for a second you recognize them, but in your numb state, you're just not quite pulling it out, and you're like, "Uh, I don't think I know you. Okay. Um, so, go ahead. Sorry. What What were you saying to them? 
I was gonna say, so what are y'all what are you guys doing here this evening? Uh just 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 traveling through. Just passing through. Oh, you're passing through. Where are you going? Uh 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 taking a ship overseas. We heard there's another place we could be. Ooh. What's it called? Where is this place? Um uh, and you hear one of them whisper, Don't tell her. Uh just a just a place opportunity for those like us. Like you? What do you mean like like you? You seem fairly much like me. All of their faces look at you with just like incredulousness. <laughs> and I think it's at this point that the alcohol is just wearing off enough for that history check to creep back up and you to become slightly less numb and you go and you have a moment uh, that moment of recognition reflares. And these were the other undertone people who were your age. These are the young elves that got kissed during that ceremony so long ago. (laughs) When three teenagers said, heck no, and stepped away from that ceremony. This is the first time any of you have run across any of those folk. As they all vanished from Overton and Underton. Okay. Along uh, with the mayor. Along with the mayor. Crazy. Uh, I want to try to like hide the fact that I recognize them. Okay, roll a performance check just to make sure you're... Uh, okay, that's a 13 plus... <laughs> well, don't worry about it. They rolled a 4. Oh, two. great. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, um, uh, and just, I just want to say something like, uh, "Well, uh, I'd be, of course, you, you don't need to tell me where you're going. I was just, I'm visiting in town, and uh, I guess I'm trying really hard to be nicer and meet new people, uh, but." Clearly, if I'm bothering you, I, I'll just, you know, go back to where I was. Um, Almost at the same time, they have two different responses. One person says, oh, you're not. And the other person, yes, yes, go back. Leave us alone. And I'm going to do that thing where, like, I'm trying to stay, but, like, slowly going away of, like, well, well you, safe travels. And uh, I hope you get to where you're going and you know like trying to wait for someone to stop me but if no one stops me i'll go back to asher um i don't think anybody stops you but i think if you like peek behind yourself or as you're watching and walking away and, and giving them that look um it's very obvious that one of them feels extremely guilty and the other one is just completely hiding their face i might go up to asher and be like those are those are people from 
they were at the ceremony. What ceremony? The, the one, the one where the mayor was like kissing everyone. <laughs> As Asher gags, you see the bartender immediately pull out a, ba- a paper satchel of some sort. Not, not in here, kid. Not in here. Oh no, no, that's not. That's not. It. I'm good. Let's. Uh, All right. She said something gross. They were there. Oh, keep it clean here. Yes, of course. Sorry. Uh, they're getting on a ship to some overseas place. They said that there's going to be opportunities for people like them. Um, interesting. I couldn't figure out where they're going or what they meant by them, but. I mean, we haven't seen want, anyone. Should I go talk yet. to them? I mean, you don't have to. I was just, I saw they were avoiding looking at us, and now I understand why. Sort of. Hmm. And I was just, you know, filling time until your friend got here. By the way, is he here yet? Is she no here idea. yet? Are they here yet? I feel like we got to get to this thing. I hope they show up soon. Uh, as, as you're saying this, you hear a voice at your, like, knee level. I'm right here, y'all. I'm right here. Oh, hello. Hey. And you, as you look down, you can barely make out their figure. They're small. They're about knee height. But they almost seem to fade into any shadow and or light. Is it a gnome? Yes, it is a gnome. <laughs> Why are you so excited? I'm very excited. Have I ever seen a gnome? I... I think you all have. We have? Okay. Like, they settled into... I mean, they're not... They're recluses for the most part in your world, but yeah, this was... But you've seen them around Overton okay. and Overton. They, they are your gem collectors. They That's are true. The, right, right, right. They probably don't hang out in most of the other places, and they're not exactly public figures because they have other interests, but yeah. Great. Um, uh, wonderful. Hello. Uh, I am. Uh, uh, this is not my. Yeah, um, I was it. sent. Yeah, I was sent by uh, Fawn. I think you're supposed to have some papers for me. Oh, Are you yes. supposed to use the real names? It's gonna be all right. Okay. <laughs> I am. Do not shush uh, me. My name is, and I'm trying to think of a random gemstone. <laughs> Sapphire. Hello. Oh. And I stick my hand out. You stick your hand out, and as you go to reach their hand, your hand goes phases through it. Go, oh, sorry about that. And then as your hand gets to the other side, their hand becomes solid, and they kind of like back pat your hand. Um, and then they adjust and fumble, and then they end up giving you a shake. I think I'm not that's really how you're supposed to do it. All the time. So um, here. And Asher, you have pressed into your hands three small sachets. Okay. Uh, Do you know what time this night? thing? Oh, it's tomorrow night. Uh, okay. Must you think of a very persuasive way to convince an entire industrial megaplex to change out when they're going to release the new flagship? No, it's, it's fine. Uh, Fawn just didn't tell us when it was, so that's good. I, I was worried that we were missing it, so that's good. Oh. No, you got plenty of time. I mean, you can't go dress like that, but hey. That's nah, well, okay. We have other clothes. we dress as? 
Well, Sapphire, <laughs> I think you should dress as someone who's not Sapphire or Tanzanite either. Black <gasps> <Well>, Aster. <laughs> so maybe like a like a ruby or an emerald. I might go for something a little bit more discreet, like um, velvet. Um, or silk. I like I like silk. Um, I'm Sarah, sure you do. How did you get these? How did you get these? Oh, it was easy. And with that, and by way of demonstration, this individual just sinks through the floor and disappears. Neat. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> gone? Are they gone? You okay. hear a little whisper in your ear. I'm everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. <gasps> and then you hear somebody trip, fall over, and go. <laughs> <laughs> Nat twenty on the stealth check. Stealth check. Nat one on the <laughs> on the <laughs> dex check. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, as they try very to be very cool and tricksy with their magic slash stealth, they failed the stealth check. <laughs> But they are still invisible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it it's pretty obvious that they were still in the room, but you can hear them stumbling up and clomping their way, and then the door opens with nobody there. And Trixie, you see the door open, and then nobody exit, and the door slowly swings closed. Roll a perception okay. check. I'm going to like sit down back at the bar. Oh, I'm sorry. Just came out of my own brain for a second. I forgot other things were happening. <laughs> 21? Uh, yeah, you can totally hear somebody is walking through the gravel. They are loud as can be for somebody who is literally not to be seen. Um... I'm going to try to follow them. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead and we'll just say you're doing the following for right now um, with your earlier check and we'll do other checks as we need to. Asher, what were you saying you were doing? Uh, I'm going to sit down at the bar and I'll go back to the bartender and be like, so um, we work in the uh, pest control business. Have you heard about any spider problems in town? When he says that, I want to look at the, the table I left. Okay. Um, fun. <laughs> Asher, the conversation you engage in is thus. And then I have to rewind for what you're seeing because now you're looking at two things that are actually very important to notice. Uh, you, Asher, you, you speak to the, the bartender and, oh, yeah, there's been a whole slew of... Various in his, he kind of like brushes his own hair back. Uh, you can see a, like a slight sheen of sweat, and you can see that like suddenly his his uh, shirt is darkening around the armpits. Whole slew of those creepy things all over the place. But I've got the solution, and I'm going. Do you want? You're in the pest control business. Maybe we can come up with a deal here because if you can stamp these things out before they get to the rock, I would be forever grateful. 
Okay. Where um where are you seeing that? Well, the, the, apparently they've all been over the entire manufacturing complex, and I make my patrons go through the wards every time they come in here so that we can get rid of any of those creepy crawlies. And you can see he like the sweat is now starting to drip from him. Uh, but yeah, those things need to go away because they're they're awful. And I've heard rumors. And he looks around and he grabs somebody off of a bar stool, drags them around the bar. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just like kind of like that cacophony, but like also like good natured, half drunk, dragged over and says, tell them about the big, the big, the big, the big spiders. And you can see like the bartender's like doing the whole like shirt fluffing to like aerate himself and the, just completely losing his crap as you realize that he probably is a little agoraphobic or not agoraphobic. Arachnophobic. The arachnophobic. Arachnophobic. Words. Agoraphobic. Arachnophobic. Imagine being an arachnophobe who's also an agoraphobe and then you're in your house and it's full of spiders. What do you do? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. Um, Jess, you're muted, by the way. You said something, but I didn't hear you. I don't remember what I said. Sorry, I was okay. typing, so I <laughs> muted myself. Okay. Well, so you, he's kind of like, tell him about the big spider. And this individual just begins sharing the story that sounds like a tall tale at first, but of these giant spiders with humanoid bodies and heads. Like someone grafted the thorax and abdomen of a spider to the abdomen, chest, and head of a human. Ah, uh, yes, the old... Uh... Centaur spite. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The centaur. Spider. Not like like a knowing pest control professional. I guess. Like you, you believe me? Like and this very inebriated person just divulges a ton of things to you as they believe that you you um, know everything about these things. Uh, what sort of information would you like to garner from this person who is oversharing? Um, where he saw them. Where in the manufacturing district they've been most concentrated. Um, Does he know how to kill one? Have you, yeah, is there any successful tactics they've found for killing them? Um, should I bring a flamethrower? Um, <laughs> also, he definitely seems to be down with the idea of flamethrowers. Uh, <laughs> the the the. The overall, oops, I can't click my thing that I need to click right now to give you information. Also, is there any weird people that don't belong that have been hanging around the areas where the spiders are? Um, the overall impression you get is that there is just these dark creatures that the general descriptor he gives you of the humanoid half is that they look a lot like your friend. Uh, um, Tanzanite and he kind of indicates that those in the know have gotten really nervous around people like her but he knows that she's fine because she doesn't have eight legs and he kind of drunkenly pats you on the side and so I'm going to glance over my shoulder at the two dudes at the table as he's telling me this okay uh, Tanzanite you've been watching and you overhear this and you get patted and throughout the whole period, you can see that the individuals at that table have frozen at this conversation. 
they're holding perfectly still. Like they weren't casual at all. They've been drinking, but at this conversation, they've become frozen in place, not even looking even casually anywhere. Um, but you continue to hear more information as this is going on. And the, the, the conversation is a little bit around, you find out that they seem to be able to see in the dark. It's They sneak up on people and that people have been killed, but nobody is sure of it. They don't seem to come out in sunlight or out of the cliff faces at all. And so the rumor is that they're afraid of light. So anybody going looking for them has been bringing light. And that's when he gets super excited about fire. And rumor has it that they spin webs and trap people and that they may be uh, responsible for some of the deaths down in the mines where they've changed the procedures for collecting the type of stone that allows airships to fly and created a method where they don't need to use huge nets over the canyon to catch those stones, but they have a, a, a different method these days. And that the rumor mill is, is that that method has allowed these creatures to get free rain uh, and that they are taking workers and killing them. Sounds like somebody should deal with this. At our um, at our pest control business, um, hugs not bugs. We have a long uh, long history of dealing with <laughs> insect infestations and arachnid infestations, and we're going to look into this for you. <laughs> oh well, if you if you do that, really. <laughs> I'd really appreciate your uh, help. Do you? Uh, I I think we could put a pool together to pay you for that if you're successful. Uh, I mean, all the workers would be. I mean, we we've been talking about getting together and kind of pooling our resources and talking about like forming a coalition to promote for ourselves. So uh, I think this might be a good start to that. And I can I can. And he looks over the bartender and the bartender nods. Just, I can make it happen. You know, we don't. Uh... We don't accept payment unless we complete the job. So we'll come back and we'll let you know if we if we get it done, and then uh, we'll we'll work something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if you want, if you need more information, you want to catch up with Kindle. Uh, Kindle's a supervisor down in the mines, and and they pretty much know everything. Huh. And then yeah, as we'll you're writing it down with your quill with and book, he kind of leans over and looks over and says, "What is that?" <laughs> This is my uh, pest control ledger. Hugs and bugs, you said? Yeah. All right. I'm going to tell everybody, hugs and bugs. Hugs and bugs. All right, hugs and bugs. Hugs, and, hugs not bugs. That's the, yeah. Uh, hugs, not bugs. Okay. Hugs, not bugs. Hugs, not bugs. <laughs> hey! This is a, he just shouts. This is a dude named hugs not bugs who's gonna help us out down below and you see a bunch of people kind of dressed similar to him all grimy just raise mugs and cheers hey! tanzanite yeah does that table where, do anything where most of the bar including asher's eyes kind of all seems to have moved for a moment if you're still watching them mm -hmm. you watch 
the two of them just walk out the front door. I want to grab Asher and I'm going to get up and follow him. There's a big cheers. Everybody's cheering for you. All right, we're going to go check that out. Bye. All right. So, Trixie, you've been following someone. I need you to roll another. What you decide how you're tracking them and you tell me. Um. <laughs> okay. Um I would as long as it would be feasible I would follow the the crunching steps and then uh like and trying to spot like displacement being made if I can like pinpoint the sound. Okay, let's uh, go with a survival check then since they're okay. using the visual aids and Fifteen? Oh yeah, you beat him. <laughs> <laughs> this dude sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally had advantage on the roll because of being invisible. Rolled like garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you're able to track them uh, through the canyons, and and what happens is you get to a place where there is a large market and do you want a descriptor of that market or do you um it's and it's not the place we kind of came through no no this, okay he kind of tracks you through a different space um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna let it go it was more just to kind of see if like if you let me to anywhere in particular but i'm i don't feel like i'm gonna <laughs> This isn't exactly my specialty, so I'm not going to try okay. to follow Absolutely through a market. Fine. And Absolutely I'm going to double fine. back to the... Start, start heading back the way you came to see. Yeah. Catch, okay. Yeah. So Asher and Tanzanite, you follow these two out. Uh, Tanzanite, since you kind of led that charge, can you go ahead and just roll a quick perception check to see if you catch where they turn after you walk out? Perception. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I know. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, I think it's plus nine. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Ooh, nice. ooh, wow! All right, so that's <laughs> like a that's just too much happiness in in one roll. So I think what happens is, is as you're tracking them down, you actually see them cut through a space so you know the only exit is on the other side of a different path. You've been here before enough, checking in with the other folk who are deity aspirants of various sorts and such. And you've you had a whole year to get familiar with the various major cities, which Canyonville and Overton are the most major cities within the Alliance at this point. Um, you know that you can take a different pathway without going inside the canyon itself um, and get ahead of them. So as you kind of walk up along that way, uh, you come across Trixie. Yes, Asher. I would like to go continue behind them so that we can box them okay, in. Okay, cool. Pincer move, sort of. Uh, I definitely so, would have going to say, like, whispering to Asher, like, I think they may have something to do with my mom. And, like, okay. to give him as a why I pulled him out so quickly. Great. So, yeah, you you come around, and, and, and Trixie, you've Kind of, you're standing there for a moment, ready to just like, yeah, well, that was fun, but no, no success there. And and you turn around and you can see Trixie walking up 
the pathway you had just come down. Um, and Asher, you're on the other side. They can't see you at this point. Um, but yeah, Trixie, you have, you and Tanzanite see each other. I Behind keep going. you, you can hear the little marketplace off in the distance. As, as I walk, I'm going to try to get her to come and be like, yo, yo, come on, come on. What, I found what, people what? that might be with my mom. Come on, let's go. <laughs> and I just kind of do one of those, like, <laughs> like as I'm walking the other way, and then my leg flies out, and I'm like, what? Yeah, too bad. Trixie, Trixie almost had a chance to meet someone finally shorter than her, but oh well. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. What happens is you two got ahead of them. Asher, you're behind them. You're coming up along a corridor of the Canyonville space that is enclosed to itself, but is a thoroughfare where lots of people will travel. But right now it seems to be mostly deserted and you can hear the two whispering as they come up the tunnel. Asher, you've been following them. You're behind them. You can see that there's really no traffic from your direction at this point, but you also are aware that this is a pretty typical thoroughfare for folks. Um, and I think all three of you could probably hear them whispering to one another. I was like, I don't think it's a good idea. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Oh God, but we got to get out of here. It's, otherwise we're going to be, we're going to be next. What are the three of you up to? Like as I'm, soon as I see them on the other side, like, will I, will I be able to see them as they approach? Well, that's why I need to find out because I'm trying to find out if you're trying to like lay an ambush for them by getting ahead of them, or are you? Trying uh, I just to... want them to not be able to run when we catch them. So like, well, yeah, so you're blocking off behind. You're, I'm you're like sneaking behind them so they don't know I'm there, waiting for Tanzanite and. Yeah, why don't you roll a stealth check? Okay. Tanzanite and Trixie, what are you doing? As we are walking up, you know, I would have like filled her in, been like, I saw them at the bar. They're the people that you know t told her everything, and then just been like, I think they're with my mom. I just thought we should follow. I don't really have a plan. I didn't think this far. Um, um, Asher's um, coming up behind. Do we just follow them? Or do we well, get we're, information? We're ahead, we're ahead we're, of them, right? We're gonna be, yeah. Um, I mean, we I could think we just should try to talk to them, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think we maybe just confront them, but, but, but be like, hey, like, maybe we can help you. Thing. Good, good, good. Yes, yes. Because they, they seem to be scared, so... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I am invisible. 25. What? 25, yeah, you are invisible. No one knows that you're behind them. Nobody right. knows. So you're just confronting them, Tanzanite and Trixie? Uh, yeah, but not like a... No, 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 I just... I, just, yeah. I needed to know yeah. so I could tell yeah. whether or not Asher could see you. Yeah. Yeah, I would have walked up and been like, Oh my gosh! Hey, I'll tell you know, say to Trixie, like they were just at the bar. Fancy meeting you, Asher. You can easily make out Trixie and Tanzanite ahead, just intercepting them. And I was just gonna say, where where are you going? Or oh, are you heading to the ships? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's where we're going. We're, we 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 got to get out of here. Um, get get out. What are you? Is everything okay? You seem a little upset. Uh, are you okay? Is there anything we can help you with? 
the gruffer one that had been gruffer with you and the, the thing just looks at you totally afraid and seeing their face mashed up against their dismissive tone before and continually dismissive tone is a little bit disconcerting. No, we're fine. We're, we're, we're just, we're getting out of here. We're going to the ships. Hey, hey, hey. What, whatever it is, we can help. That's. No, no nobody can help. You, well, you, you, we can you, if you, you don't, don't talk, know anything but... about what we've been through. So just, just go do well, your heroics. Well, why don't you tell us? Like nope. you said, we do, we don't know, but if you tell us. They both turn to run, run, walk the other way. I'm just going to be like, hey. Ah! <laughs> the uh, surprise definitely throws them off. And now feeling surrounded, the, the one who seemed to be revealing more of their fear that had been more hesitant and spoke more is trying to hold it together. The other person legitimately starts crying. And I, I'm going to take my shovel like, and just like, like lean it up against the wall to my right and be like, listen, like, we're not, we're not, we don't want to hurt you. We, we want to help. Like we grew up together. Yeah. Why? We, I recognized you. Why? Why? Why won't you talk? Like we, it's too late. Too late. How? It's too late. And as they say, it's too late the second time, you can see their skin start to bulge and that blue tone becomes darker and stronger. And even um, wait, say, wait, 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 wait. They're poisoned, right? Uh, my theory is that they're being turned into those spider people that Trixie doesn't know about, but Larissa listened to. My... Okay, well, I'm as I as I see them, whatever. I'm gonna run up to each of them, and I'm gonna like smack both of their faces and try to do a hand of healing to remove poison. What can you remove with your hand of healing? That's a really good question. <laughs> Class features. Uh. Hang on. Uh, you can also end one disease or one of the following conditions. Blinded, deafened, paralyzed, poisoned, or stunned. Okay. So um, I can end I can end a disease. I can end poisoned. You, as you pop them both, you feel what you do is pushing back what's after them. It's the product of something that you, you can feel that disease receding a little but there's something that is causing the disease and you cause their, their, their features to contort for a moment as they come back to that paler blue look and their bodies get slightly more under control. I'm going to look at um, the one, and one of them falls unconscious while the other one who uh, that the one who has started to cry falls unconscious. Um, but they seem to be stable for the moment. I'm while the other one goes, I'm, that's not going to be enough. That's not going to be enough. I'm going to look at the one that's awake and say, ew, what in the heck? Can you not bubble like that? I really don't like. And I'm going to cast Dispel Magic on him just to see if that'll stop whatever it is. Um, roll an Arcana check. Or actually, just roll a d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. 31. Jesus Christ. Your spell... 
encompasses them and you can feel that the dispel like somehow takes away another trait, but there is something generating this that is beyond this spell. You've pulled away a magic effect that is the result of what is doing this. And you, with the, with a 30 on that cast, you're aware that there's still something behind it that isn't necessarily magic. Or if it is, it's a magic that is darker, primordial, and beyond your understanding. But you do feel like for a moment you've dropped something that is impacting this individual. I'm going to keep my hands on both. Like, I'm going to be like crouching with one hand on the one who's collapsed and uh, like a hand on the wrist of the other one. And I'm going to say to them, I'm like, I can't, we can't help you if you don't talk to us. But by God, we're going to die trying. So if you want to take us down with you, you can. You should just run. We're cursed. We're cursed. Ever since that day, there's no hope. What day? When? The day where the where we were all passed on as adults. Oh, the mayor day. Ew. He, he, he did something to us that made us susceptible to something that we can't control and now and now we just keep we're, we're the last of our group there's no more there's no more from underton and we don't know what happened to the overton kids they're all probably dead too but thank you for this moment before i die um, that's tangent do you have any curse pew pew i don't know um, do you know if there's a healer around here? You've been here more than me. Do I know if there's a healer? And as as that person says, I'm just gonna say, come sit. Just just sit, reserve your strength. I'm gonna stay like with you. Curl up into that, like feet on the ground, butt on the ground, um, knees up, kind of like almost ready to rocking motion. Yep. I'm just gonna sit. Um, I'm just gonna sit between them and like keep my hands on them. And if I feel them start to um, turn again or whatever. I'm going to pump another two points of key. Okay, they're they seem stable for right now. Um, their emotional distress and that the, both those other different hits seem to have like pulled them in. The one that fell unconscious seems mostly to just have fainted from stress. Um. Man, I swore I had a spell that could break a curse, and I cannot find it. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna say to the other one, I'm gonna be like, um, okay, so we'll t- try to help, try to help us. What? Where were you going to go? Why? Why was it your only option? We thought if we got further away from them, we wouldn't get pulled in, but. It's too late, and they keep looking at their skin, and and we're not going to make it. We're going to become just like the rest. Does this have something to do with... uh, Shit, what is my mom's name? (laughs) (laughs) What's my mother's name? (laughs) Maybe that should have been the clear... (laughs) It's in like an old notebook that I have since stopped using. That's all right. I have no idea where the notebook is that has 
my parents' names in it. I don't know if I even ever told them to work or not. No, you didn't. I've constantly been wondering what their names are. That's why I keep saying <laughs> your father, your mother. Like, come on. Your mother's was was another gemstone, but I can't remember the name of the gemstone. It wasn't Azurite, was it? No. No. Basically, I want to say my mom's name and be like, okay. "Is it has anything? Does this have anything to do with her?" Uh, you see their eyes widen and, and they respond, "She's, she's." The queen. If that's a thing. She seems to be in charge of them. Once they turn, they all follow what she says and she follows something else, what it says. So, yeah. Do you, do you know what it is that she's following? And their Does face, it have a name? Pained, um, just shakes her head. and I don't know. I just know that they're the ones that cause the spiders and they become the spiders. Do you know where my mother is? Where all the spiders go to? Where where are they coming from? They're everywhere. That's why we were at the rock. It's one of the few places that's safe because the bartenders are so paranoid about spiders. But they're, they seem to be in every crook and crevice of Canyonville. Just if you go deep enough, dark enough, that's where they are. But do you know if they come from one spot and then go out? Or do they just change in the middle of the street like you? What do you... you they... We're, we escaped. We don't know. Most of, most of the other kids like us we saw, they, they just... It happened in the dark and... We escaped during the last changing. Do you remember what the first thing was that you saw when you left that space? We were just running so hard. It was, we just wanted to get out of there. It was, it, you, you don't understand. Once we got to the light, we knew we were safe. Once you got to the light, what did you see? Uh, just the, the airships and there was a, it was a big room and there was a they were building some sort of door for where they they launched the airships from um and it wasn't finished yet it's finished now but it wasn't finished then and and uh, it it spiraled open and it's finished now and but that's all i know okay thank you i need to I need to go find a place. I don't want I don't want to change. I'm We thought if we got further away it would be better, but I don't think we have time anymore. Um I mean, we could keep trying to stop the immediate effects. Um uh What if I change them into something else for an hour till we can get to somebody that can remove a curse? Do you think that would work? It's worth a shot if they want to do that. Hey, what's your favorite small mammal? Uh, and you see this person who's who's conscious, kind of shyly look at um, Trixie. 
there's a small version like she is that doesn't have a tail. I always thought they were kind of cool when I saw them the first time. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to take out my book and start writing. Um, do you, uh, and I'm looking at hands and I'd be like, do you know any gods that are any healing gods that are kind of related to death or would you have any, I'm just trying to think of, uh, I don't think, can I roll a history check to see if there's anything that has come through Trixie's pharmacy or Trixie's pharmaceuticals or whatever to. Yeah. That sounds like a legitimate. And if you have proficiency in either history or medicine, you can choose either of those. Okay. I have proficiency in medicine. Go ahead in which case that. that's a, that's a 21. Okay. Uh, with a 21, you, none of the potions and ideas and components that you've been playing with have had a way of dealing with something like this. This is new to the world even, but you do know that there are many trying to figure out how to resolve it. And you know that they are currently discussing this as a curse because it doesn't seem to be easily dismissed by magic spells, by uh, potions, by healing, by uh, those various things. You've heard about individuals having some limited success who come from spaces like where Tanzanite is uh, the, with the, the holy magics or the nature magics. And those individuals being able to do some sort of spell that removes the curse. Um, you've heard that they kind of sometimes have to go into uh, a moment of, of communion with nature or their deity to prepare themselves for that spell. But otherwise, there are a lot of individuals who've had success of varying sorts and capacities with removing curses. What about Bonnie? Do you think Bonnie would know anyone? I, I, I could ask her. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at the awake guy. I'm going to say, take out uh, whatever the thing is. I forget what the... Cocoon? Cocoon, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to put that like in his hand. And I'm going to say, be a squirrel now until we can find someone to help you with this. And I'm going to cast Polymorph on him and turn him into a squirrel. There's a little you're you're now uh Trixie, you're now instead of holding the hand of a um humanoid being, you're holding the hand of a squirrel, an actual little squirrel with a fluffy tail. And I, and I look at Asher at their fluffy tail. I look at Asher and like I think they meant a chipmunk, but this will have to do. Um uh, and the other one I'm gonna say, you are a hamster. Because you were all passed out and I couldn't ask. And I'm going to turn him into a hamster. As they um, into this little chubby little hamster. And I'm going to put him in my pocket. <laughs> you're going to take the hamster? hamster? Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm, so I'm going to You have I'm a squirrel. the other one. Yeah. And, and what, what color squirrel is this squirrel? I've never seen a squirrel, so it's blue. <laughs> what color is the hamster? Um, 
purple. <laughs> so a blue squirrel, <laughs> a purple hamster, <laughs> uh, one an unconscious purple hamster. Uh, Trixie, you do notice that th there's a slight... Actually, Trixie, could you just roll an animal handling check really quickly? Ooh. Uh, 23. Oh, definitely. You, you're, you're really able to tell that your particular squirrel looks jealously at the hamster. <laughs> I, and I, I, I look at them and I, I'd say, I'm sorry, he, he doesn't always listen. Um, but you, you look, I mean, you look great. And I put it on my shoulder, like I, I or I offer up my shoulder. I'm not sure if that's where they want to go. Um, they, they kind of just like squirrel themselves into your squirrel fluff. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel free to hang out there until we figure this out. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's take a break. Tensei, then you can think about if you're contacting Bonnie or not, or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Uh, is it okay if we come back on the hour or should we more or less? What do you all need? Uh, that, that should be fine. All right. Yeah. We will see you back on the hour and <laughs> I hope you have a great break. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Just the two of us. <laughs> you and I. <sighs> I'm betting that Jess is currently writing up a storm. No, I write. No, I wrote. You wrote a, yeah. You wrote Practicing, a maybe? She might she's also be using the restroom. Reading it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, oh, she's here. She's just not. A there she is. There. Hi. <laughs> You're going to be the reader, so you get a special spot of honor. <laughs> it's, not, it's not on you. On it's not eye. on your cow. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Jason is not rolling a stealth check whatsoever. Right there. No. Yeah, it's very very cool. Uh, Jess. See Jess's face. I would like to describe the look of intense concentration that is the Jess look. In this is what we call a concentration spell. <laughs> yeah, yes. When somebody says, "Hey, you just got hit, and you were doing a concentration spell, and you just got whacked again," that's what happens. Yeah, that's why you lose focus. Uh, Jess, are you solid? Are you ready? Are you excited? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I tried to leave out. For you. Will I do it? Yes. <laughs> I tried to leave out, you know, not put in too many tongue twisters or anything. Yes. I'm just excited to see what happens with some random thing that I threw out there. So I love it. Okay. Am I ready? Are we going? It's all you. Okay. You're in charge. <clears throat> oh, God. All right. Let's just get it out of it. <laughs> I swear I'm an actor, guys, and I do this for a living. <laughs> I promise. Oh.
We we believe you. Why am I so nervous? No, only because this is going on TikTok. That's why. Yes. Yes. This is gonna be fine. Is going on TikTok. Dare to be bad. Just go. My mouth hurts from clenching. Okay. Yeah, better than other things hurting from clenching. I mean, <laughs> stage fright is stage fright, no matter what the stage. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Right. Harness it. You got you it. You got this. You got this. Just go for it. All right. Is my little hero ready for their first big adventure? <clears throat> Parents, are your little ones about to head out for their big, for, to the big trail for the first time? What better way to make sure they're fully prepared than giving them access to the best resource money can buy. You! Introducing <laughs> Buggy's Walkie Talkie Totem. The customizable token contains built-in sending, a built-in sending spell with unlimited word, a unlimited word count. So your precious adventurer can get in touch with you anytime, anywhere. You no longer have to worry about whether they're getting enough sleep or eating often enough or even whether they're remembering to wash behind their ears. Customize your totes, totes, tots, your tots, totem, to match any armor or outfit so they'll be dressed to impress their first quest, their first quest giver. Order your baby buggy wookie, baby buggies walkie talkie totem today. I'm sorry. This product cannot prevent the uh, uh, the occurrence of a helicopter parent limited to one purchase per child per household. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Yay. I, I I think parents would be like all over this. And I want to I want to know where we can get like, one as for soon our as party. I can toss this, I'm tossing it. I want to know where we can get one for our party because we send a lot of sending spells to our parents and we could use it unlimited. <laughs> Unlimited One of your parents counts. devised it when they were so sick of. <laughs> it's probably Tanzanite's dad. In the eight years she was gone, he invented it. Oh God! Yeah. We should ask him. If it wasn't, it wasn't hers. It was, it was uh, mine. Yeah, depends on yeah. who's the most. That's all I could right? think of was like, <laughs> if Trixie's mom had the ability to give her something, it would be something that would let her be in touch with her all the time. So something Trixie would really want so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. That was great. So it's like a it's like a cell phone, but like back when you could like have the push to talk, like walkie-talkie feature on the cell phone, <laughs> so people literally could always get a hold of you. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, didn't you have yeah. to be on the same like uh, servicer or something though? Yeah, you had to be like the same. Like I think it was a Verizon thing specifically. Mm. There's a feature like that yeah, for the Verizon Apple Watch. Yeah, Verizon push the talk sounds right. Yeah, there's a feature like that for the Apple Watch, and and I had a couple of friends who wanted me to use. It. I was like, I don't want your voice speaking from my wrist randomly. <laughs> like this group, I might be chill with that, but there, the other folks, I'm just like, no, thank you. Yeah, I just don't want anyone able to just reach me at a whim. Sorry, like I'm maybe yeah. Larissa. That might be about it. Like. <laughs> No, he doesn't, because no. anytime I drop in on the Alexa, he's like, what? <laughs> no, I do that because you cannot hear me when you do that. And I have to, like, scream at it for you to be able to understand me. Oh, my gosh. We're getting all the juicy details right now. 
Like, what do you want for the 11th time? What? Yes, I hear you. What? Uh, Well, we left off and you had successfully thwarted a um, change in one of the uh, two people you're speaking with. Um, One fell unconscious not too long after that. Uh, Maybe the progression of the effect was a little bit stronger or their constitution just wasn't up to handle the conflicting messages being sent to their body. However, you have successfully derailed that um, for the moment. Uh, You've taken it a step further by hopefully preventing it through a polymorph spell. So we'll see what that does. Magic is magic. We'll see. That's got to be fun. Um, And you were considering your options. Uh, Trixie currently is uh, playing host to a squirrel on a squirrel. And uh, squirrelception. <laughs> it's, it, I, blue squirrel on red squirrel equals purple squirrel. Yeah. Uh, blue squirrel, red squirrel. <laughs> you squirrel. I don't know. Red squirrel. It's a very squirrely situation over there. Please and, let the blue squirrel's name be Fred. <laughs> and Asher is got a purple uh, hamster. I almost said hedgehog. I don't know why. Oh, I should oh, hedgehog. Hedgehog's and cute. Tanzanite, what are you? I think it's really up to you because is there a door to our witch tavern in Canyonville? Not that you know of in your experience at the, um, at the, the, the magical space that it was created that extra dimensional realm uh, none of the doors led there, and they did say they were going to establish a door in Overton. Details of whether that or not that happened or not, uh, we hadn't followed up with. But as far as Canyonville, I would say you do not know. Okay. All right. Um, I was going to message Bonnie. Right. Okay. Do a sending to Bonnie. So I'm going to spells. Channeling Bonnie right now. Totally Sending. forgot her accent. I think it's like this kind of. Yeah. I mean, technically, of... she's the wind, so you could just go. Okay. For Twenty-five words. So. Uh, <laughs> Trixie, what exactly should I ask? Oh, she went away. I looked down to look at my notes on Bonnie, and I look up, and that seat is just empty. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I think sorry. the dog, dog had something. I think. Oh, okay. I was saying, uh, Trixie, what, what exactly should I say? Do you think? Um. I, I, I don't. Uh, something along the lines of. Uh, we need your help. Um, can you break a curse? Can you or do you know someone who can break a, a curse? In Canyonville. Because you'd have to come here. Or near, near Canyonville. Okay. Sorry, I was being whined at, so that's why I got up because I had to get. A, no, it's fine. And I literally, like, as I took two steps away, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she said Trixie. 
<laughs> I was like, shit, committed now. Gotta go. Okay, bye. Yep, basically. Okay. Um, I'm going to say... Hello again, dear friend. Do you know anyone near Canyonville that can cure a curse? We need help as soon as possible. Thank you. Bye. There is a silence, and a puff of air hits all three of you. And then it kind of consolidates as you see things that are not of the Canyonville biome (laughs) collect and slowly so slowly a sheet of of plant matter starts to form into what looks like a tree and then the tree splits open from the middle vines grasp out of it and expand out and bonnie pokes her head through uh hello hi um you can remove curses i'm pretty sure i can remove curses yeah you 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 just need to like make sure you're set up mentally you know like when i get into the ground and i find all the things in the earth all the things in the sky and in the water i can figure out what i need for the day you can do that too can't you i don't can i who can i like, you commune with yourself. I can commune with myself. The whole time? The whole time? Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can meditate, but I don't know how to yes. cure. Oh, no. Oh, no. Your mental library of ideas and concepts and choose anything from the things that you are aware of in the world. And I'm pretty sure... Most of the healers that I've run into recently that have been following up on all these gods, including my new goddess, have really delved into that and can do what you described. Okay, as a as a game me- mechanic, is this like a spell? I'm so confused. Um, is this you legitimately meditating? every day can set up your spells however you want to and change out your spells as a cleric. What? <laughs> Wait, what level are we? <laughs> 15? I can change my spells every day? I thought only <laughs> mate, like uh, warlocks or something could do Druids that. Druids do it. Druids, Druids do it too. clerics. I don't know who else can do it, but druids and clerics. <laughs> what? <laughs> this has to go on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> only, only because... An entire campaign has transpired. What? Yeah. Oh, God. I thought it was just druids and warlocks. You can I cast. Think, like, can you I, can you do this with me? Go to your spell casting. Yeah, okay. I'm here. Okay. Now what? You can cast prepared cleric spells using wisdom as your, 
your spellcasting modifier and prepared cleric spells as rituals if they have the ritual tag. Use your holy spell for that. Yada, 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 yada. Does remove curse or ritual? Wait, where are you Once looking? per day, on a full rest, you can... I'm in the player's handbook, but you can... And I'm just going to summarize it here. Rejigger yeah. your spells at will once per day after a long rest. Poor Bonnie. <laughs> still taking, still like just, how did these three become the timeless trio? Really? <laughs> like, these three? Really? Because we blew up. That's the only reason. Bonnie <laughs> blinks at you for a moment and goes, well, I thought that's what you plan to do when you go after these dragons, right? You need to make sure that your team is prepared. Totally. No! I've just been using the same spells! Well, I guess when you don't have guidance from your god, because you are your god, there are some things that just get overlooked. By your player. Slip through the cracks! <laughs> By your no god. Could do. I, I remember do you need me to come me. through and help you for the day? <laughs> yeah. I can guide you through this. The vines yes. creep a little bit closer, and you all watch as Tanzanite is sucked into the tree trunk. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I look at Asher. Um, guess we'll just wait that one out. Hope it doesn't really... take more than an hour. <sighs> So then mechanically on D&D Beyond. <laughs> you just go into your spells. You go to manage spells. You go manage to known spells. spells and you can change out. Known spells. Hit unprepare. <gasps> you can't do it to your cantrips, but you can unprepare any of those spells and prepare a different one. Shut up. <laughs> 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 this is the, the whole best. Time. I oh my gosh, what level are you all at? 15? 15. <laughs> yes. I was so frustrated because I specifically remember being like, and I can't change my spells. Ugh. So well, you can't change your cantrips, but Yeah, your cantrips, yeah, but everything else. Oh my god. Okay. Even you have to do that at the can... beginning of the day, or can you just do it at any point through the day? Once. As long as you're long-rested. I think the rule is whatever it is. But in this instance, what I would say is that, Jess, you're in a tree trunk with Bonnie. Uh She's walking (laughs) you through the process. Go change your spells up for what you want to have right now. Got it. (laughs) Because I feel like you have pent-up spell changes. Like, poor (laughs) Asher is, like, having to carefully nuance-style choose each spell because he can't change it out until That's the next level. That's what I've been doing. I like read through every spell and I'm like, okay, when and how could I use this one? Okay, I think this is. The- <laughs> no, you get to do that every day. You have a long. As rest. if she wasn't OP enough. Now, now, now we oh, can fight the dragons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Trixie and Asher, at least I have fireball. Seeing a tree trunk <laughs> in the middle of Canyonville, two uh, woodland creatures in your clothing somewhere at some point one unconscious hamster and one um squirrely squirrel what are the two of you up to for the next hour well just in case there's anything you're doing or if you're just sitting there like playing i'm climb up and sit in the tree branch awesome as he does that i go 
It's kind of my move, but okay. <laughs> Maybe I should go sing in a tavern. Go for it. Ooh. Performance I check. <laughs> Sorry. Go keep, keep having your in-character conversation. There's a fly in a bog in a hole in a what? Uh... There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's Trixie, a hole in the bottom roll of the sea. a performance There's a check. Hole. There's, a hole. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. There's a log in the hole in the bottom of the sea. No, uh, tell me what it is. I just need to know. No, it's no, it's 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 a good roll. That's why I'm saying no. It's sixteen. <laughs> you know, you are on a fairly major thoroughfare. People are coming to see this new tree here, and as you sit there mocking with your mocking song, uh, Asher, with your hole in the bog in the middle of the bay, <laughs> yeah, limericks. Uh, You've been around this poet haiku person for a long enough time that you probably picked up a few things. So some of your wit and witticisms are just wild and fun. Um, Down yeah, by the bay. <laughs> there's a crew gathering. Where the potatoes grow. <laughs> there's a flea on the fly on the hair on the water, the frog on the branch on the bump on the log on the hole in the bottom of the sea. Yeah, like he's this definitely whole, looking at the lyrics. <laughs> the whole thing that is know. up here going on like this, and this whole the whole story that's happening with uh, Asher in the tree, you on the, on the ground, uh, has gathered enough people, and occasionally you hear a tinkling sound behind you. You look down, there's a bunch of copper coins at your feet. Oh, hey! I'm like, woo! Woo! Okay, I got the necessary spell i'll go through all of this later <laughs> and just as that's happening and you have the whole thing set up you you hear this huge <laughs> and all these vines spill out of the tree including a tanzanite it's very angry onto the ground the tree falls apart into a rithering nothing and leaves fly away and asher you go pam right onto the ground i'm gonna hit the ground i'm gonna go okay bye <laughs> you just feel this gentle breeze on your on your cheeks asher we could have had a good time. Bye. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Is Bonnie in there? I mean, who wouldn't be? <laughs> Asher's vanity stoked. Tanzanite well, spells rejiggered. Trixie's performance <laughs> check successful. Out of What's fucking up? nowhere. Oh. All right. So. I'm going to take the little hamster out. Do you want me to uh, let it go? Release the. Uh, he's sleeping. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hold him. I mean, I'm going to put him on the ground. He's going to be a lot bigger when I let it go. Okay. All right. Can't do you, that in. Do you release know concentration this. on both of them? I'll do one at a time. Okay. I'm going to put him down on the ground. And uh, this is what happens when you upcast polymorph. Bloop. There is an <laughs> unconscious, purple skinned, blue skinned, now slightly purple tinged due to being a hamster that was purple, and I just think that's fun. Uh, <laughs> moon elf. All right. So Jessica, or I mean, not Jessica, but also Jessica, Tanzanite, <laughs> annoyingly mumbling to herself. Could have known this all from the time, and I didn't even know because I'm my own gun. And, mm, mm, thank you, Bonnie. <laughs> Actually, no, thank you, Bonnie. That was 
And so she's like mumbling as she's walking over to the person. <laughs> um, and really? I'm going to annoyingly poke, not poke, but like just put a finger of annoyance on the person and cast remove curse. Abandoned by your God only to replace them. Placing your finger on the, this individual, what do you say and what motion do you do as you cast the spell? Um, oh. <laughs> I cast poke. Boop. <laughs> um, Presto change. <laughs> I, I mean, Jessica wants to legitimately think of this so that all the daytime's coming later, she'll do it that way, but trick or tanzanite is just annoyed and she's just gonna go eh. so and that's for the now motion. on the vocal component is eh, eh, and eh, a, eh, a desultory like a, poke eh. of someone yep <laughs> and at your touch you see uh dark purple blackish threads form from nowhere and release and come out and and unspool from this person. Their skin remains a tinge blue, um, and this will be a permanent feature that they have probably throughout their life, the mark of the curse. But the curse dispels, and their sleep becomes much more easy. And they're no longer in an unconscious faint, but just a recovery space. The little squirrel on your shoulder, Trixie, eyes huge, tail twitching like mad, almost seems to scream in excitement, but it's the small animal scream, so it's... Are you ready? Wait, that's a guinea pig. (laughs) (laughs) On all fours, this moon elf slowly stands up, their skin blue, and you can already see the underneath their skin, the subdermal bulging starting to occur as they look at you, Tanzanite, desperately. And I go... <laughs> cast... Uh, remove curse. <laughs> Again, the same effect occurs. Uh, the... the, the uh, unspooling of this curse freeing them they take a breath oh thank god oh i i need to get myself and my brother out of here i don't want to be near them anymore uh, are, are you really trying to go after them mm-hmm. yep i think it might be too late when they are as they are but if you find anybody in the state that my brother and i were in I'd be grateful if you could do something. And she offers you uh, out of her pocket a small, what looks like maybe a snuff box. This is the best I can gift you with. You don't owe us anything. Just It's not for us. We won't need it ever again, but you might. Okay. What is it? Let's just say it's hope. And we had almost drained it, but we think there's enough for one more, and we couldn't decide who would get it next. Um, 
I'm going to give them directions to, I was like, listen, I understand you probably don't want to go back to Overton. Oh, never. Did we rebuild the door to Amund's Rest? Amundsen? Uh, Amundsen Shelter. Amundsen Shelter. Do we the know door's the been rebuilt. We, we, like we just said before, you hadn't established okay. if it had been connected or not. Um, I mean, the undead were at the ball, so probably. Okay. Um, I'm going to describe the, the new building and go, if you go there, there's a shelter that you can, you can go to. No we, one there will hurt you. We had ship passage booked. We were trying to escape, and I think we just need a new chance to start over. So we're going to keep going. Okay. I'm going to take like 20 gold out of my pocket and give it to him. Their eyes just are huge. Well, I guess we're going and we're going to have supplies. And uh, she kind of like gets underneath her brother a little bit and lifts him up. And she is strong. She is a strong young woman. And she managed to get her unconscious brother into kind of a fireman's carry and then begins hiking back up the hill towards the rock. Okay, bye. Thank you. We need to end this. Mm-hmm. End a lot of things. Tanzan, are you going to be mad at me if I have to shoot your mom? No, I don't think so, no. Okay. I hope she's... Hey. Is, that, is that you? I hear mm-hmm. talking. Uh, that would be my uh, my neighbors. Ah. Huh? Hi, Jess's neighbor. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's more Charlie Brownish, if anything. Yeah, it's fine. It's like, yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> Except for that right. part. Like, that fucking blonde girl downstairs. Um. All right. Did we know where she is now? Right. We were given. We were given very, very vague descriptions of where those two came into the light. It's got to be where they're. It's it's where we were headed, anyways. Is the shipyard? It sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. And then just from there, maybe a tunnel or something. I feel like maybe we should not. Um wait for the ship launch party to deal with this because I feel like these two quests are on are going to run into each other if we let that happen. Maybe we should go now. It's up to you two. Um, I mean, we could... It won't hurt to look. I mean, we could always go have a look, see what we see, see if we can get in, and then if not, we'll be back tomorrow night. And I, I turned to Tanzan and I was like, "No, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, that is nope. That here we go. There we go. <clears throat> when has By the way. a short look? No, no, I'm looking. Uh, oh, no. are you talking about Jess? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> when has a like, you know, a 
scouting mission ever just been a scouting mission? Um, never. So law of probability says we should. This probably... time could be different. <laughs> and they say I'm the optimist. <clears throat> All right. You're off to scout the wizard. <laughs> We're off to scout the shipyard, the wonderful shipyard of airships. Yeah. Right. So as you head uh, off towards that direction, I'm guessing you're just going to head out on over there? Just uh, in my workers, guys, like going to work. In the <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have the gear to look like you fit in. Um, go ahead and just roll another. Are you just going to walk in there maybe? like workers? What? Deception, I guess. For... Yeah, go ahead and just roll a group deception check. We did this last time. So this is a group deception. That would check. be a twenty-seven for me. All right, Tanzanite, what's your? Deceive me, Tanzanite. Deceive me. Ooh. Um. Get a girl. Deception is plus zero, so nineteen. Wow. 12. Okay. Well, on average, you do very well. And uh, every once in a while, Trixie, like somebody almost re goes to speak with you, but then you kind of hustle and catch up to your team or whatever it is. And you just look like you're fitting in really well. And you are going into a space where um, it feels like as you enter into the shipyard uh, that there's definitely a bustle of activity with engineers, mechanics, and craftsmen working together to design and build and maintain these really majestic now flying machines. Like the first one you ever boarded when you were time jumped forward was kind of a clinky, clunky, boxy thing. And then Trixie, you took possession of a slightly more aerodynamic um, tool and uh, captain, captain that until you allowed it to be destroyed by a black dragon um, for the Everstranger Pirate Queen record. <laughs> Allowed! <laughs> that dragon hit a parked car, all right? But this is... <laughs> this yes. is Not even there. This is a industrial revolution of sorts, a magical industrial revolution of sorts in... Um, Allowed. In essence, ushered forward by wartime. And as in many instances in the past, these have been moments where resources and focus was strong enough amongst peoples for innovation to occur quickly and for obstacles to that innovation to be railroaded, at least when the innovations were perceived as helpful to the efforts that were needed to being accomplished. So this airship yard is a large space that at one point was open to the canyon wall. You can see a large iris has been placed to close the opening, and that creates this uh, feeling of one when that thing is unwound, it's probably a very light and airy space, but right now it's a little dark, a little um, echoey, and a little bit oil and um, metal scented, you know, just like that kind of mechanical smell. Um, you can see heavy beams of magic stone or metal 
riveted plates and it just has kind of a rugged industrial feel. Um, somehow the Stone Age and the Metal Age merged together to create this strange space that you're inside of. Um, instead of some of the Magic Core lamps that you've seen all over Canyonville, which kind of became their uh, their lighting of choice, you see a strange flickering gas lamp through this piping that creates an eerie but very brilliant glow about all of the spaces does cast some shadows as it goes behind and under different machinery bits. Um, but otherwise it's a pretty well lit space. The workers in this airship yard are dressed in a mix of, of traditional and modern styles of attire with leather aprons and goggles over strange waistcoats and vests and things that clearly like they were originally conceived of as protection of some sort, but then have become a little bit more stylized in recent times. Um, prosperity and work offering them to just get a little bit more creative with their gear and setup. Uh, you can see that there's some strange powered tools powered by magic or steam, or in one case, molten lava possibly, as these strange drills, saws, and lathes, as well as some more traditional carpentry and blacksmithing are all going on simultaneously in this space. And they are winding down. It is the work of putting things away that's going on right now. And most of the workers are well on their way to exiting the space. Um, like many of the, those people you saw at the Rock, their shift was over a couple of hours ago, and the only reason anybody stayed here a little bit longer was because of the upcoming celebration the next night and making sure the workshop looks pristine. So you're seeing this workshop in probably one of its most elegant moments. Um, I'm gonna, you, is there like somebody who stands out as a foreman? Yes. You can see an individual who uh, is kind of standing in a centralized desk, a circle really of desks where they kind of have this ability to view everything going on around them. And they have various workers uh, writing down last minute notes and they're patting people on the back and sending them on their way as they, as they come through. Uh, it seems like a check in check out thing right at the middle of the space. Um, maybe a dangerous place to be all things said, but definitely a space of, of knowing what's going on. Um, I'm going to walk very confidently over there. I must say, hello there. I am with Hugs Not Bugs Pest Control, and um, we are here to uh, look into the spider problem before the ceremony tomorrow night. We were asked to come after the shift ended. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Oh, I'm so glad my messages got through. These spiders are driving us crazy. And you see a little spider crawling on the desk, and she slaps her hand down on it, and you hear the... Of uh, that spider being crushed and squished. <laughs> if they are here tomorrow, it is definitely going to set the wrong tone for all the visitors. Apparently, there was a ball couple like last night down in Underton, Overton, wherever it is. I have literally not been able to leave this workshop in years, and they are coming up here. There are people from that. There are future allies for oh it's just ridiculous and we are supposed to host we're supposed to host something where people went and dressed up and now look at this place and to your eyes given other workshop spaces this looks pretty nice this looks like pretty cleaned up but you can see like the deep stains of various chemicals and reagents and metal work that have kind of like shaped the space um you can see some coal-fired engines and uh, strange propellers and, and experimental things that are being kind of tucked away and put behind curtains and trying to, like, 
make it, it's like, you know, you get to the point where you can only clean so much. Um, and you can see on the desks just spread out, like that somebody has been trying to organize a bunch of different compasses, telescopes, and, uh, firearms, not unlike yours, Asher, just trying to put together like all the navigational defensive technologies, but like figure out where to store them. Cause these are things that they would implement on the airships, not necessarily have laying about. It's also kind of crazy. Cause there's like, as she opens a drawer to just like chuck a bunch of compasses that she's kind of got gathered. And as she's talking to you, you can see that it's full of like drafting plans and blueprints. And so she's just shoving it in there with the drawer. So, so yes, yes. And as she shoves the drawer closed, you hear another. Uh, as another spider it. is killed. So much. Would really appreciate the extermination efforts you can do. The, the, the space will be empty tonight because we can't sleep here anymore so yes if you would love to do that and you hear her step and you hear another especially my desk would be nice to have cleaned we'll look into it um do you feel like you there's like a central point you could point us in the direction of that they may be coming from somehow right below my desk Seems to be the most favorite location for these disgusting creatures. Is there a basement? I the the tunnels go f- down all the way to the mines. I mean, we want to direct access for materials, so yeah. You and she points deeper s- into the hangar, and you can see like a much Are the more spiders in the mines. Space. Hmm? Are the spiders in the mines? Uh, yes, that all. Uh, that's what the miners complained about. I mean, we took the normal precautions and provided them. And you can see like that area she's gestured to has clearly been closed much earlier than the rest of it. As the miners just took the excuse to get out of and be done with work. They, it's definitely been a hit to morale. Okay. All right. Um, we'll look into it. Uh, yeah. If you just want to have everybody clear out, we'll try to, at least make sure they're not bothering the ceremony tomorrow, but we'll try to do something more permanent if we can. Great. She takes a big, huge uh, um, metal object and she just puts it to her lips and starts to blow. And it's like disproportionate to the amount of air she's putting out a loud piercing whistle. And then it's echoed in multiple locations. All of the miners and yeah, you plugging your ears makes a ton of sense. All of the miners, the drafts people, everybody just like almost with relief drop what they have and start leaving. Well, that's like calling the end of pool time at the end of the day. It is the end of work time and we're out of here because you're here. So great to meet you. Glad to have you. Good luck. Hope you survive. Thanks. Okay, bye. And she is almost the last person, and it's now dark outside, out out the door. As she, like, leaves, has left, I'm going to turn and be like, that went well. Yeah. Also, we might have to start a side business for pest control, because hugs, not bugs, rules. Anyway. (laughs) Hugs, not bugs, the next uh, iterative piece off of Grand's Brands, (laughs) Trixie's Apothecary, (laughs) and... Lutes and Liars Incorporated. <laughs> Jesus, Mary Joseph. Uh, 
Okay. So, if I use find the path, I have to know where the destination is, right? Um, it's all about like the journey, man. Sorry. <laughs> like, I think I have to know the specific location of the destination, or it doesn't work. I think you can use. Let me. Can you remind me? Find the shortest, most direct physical route to a specific fixed location you are familiar with on the same plane of existence. If you name another place of existence or destination on another plane, destination that moves or something that isn't specific, the spell fails. It says, isn't specific, and in parentheses it says, such as a green dragon's lair. So I'm assuming the location of Tanzanite's mom is not a specific location. <laughs> um, You know what, though? I've, I've used it this way before. I've allowed it to be used this way before, where... If your if your DC of a of a magic casting is high enough, depending on what you describe as the location you're looking for, you might be able to get it. Um, I'm take out my find the path scroll, Just put it on the desk, and then smash a spider, and then open it up. Okay, what are you trying to picture or focus as the destination? I don't know yet. I'm going to say to the group. I'll be like, so this will help me find the quickest path to a destination, but what should I try to find? Uh, um, I mean, ultimately my mom, but I mean, are we trying to confront her right now don't think i can use it to find a person but a place a place i don't know uh is like, there like she's calling herself a queen like her throne room yeah i mean i'm done to just deal with this right now because i think we have a different thing to deal with tomorrow i don't know if we can deal with my mother by ourselves <laughs> and um <laughs> if you're on audio Jess's mom just posted in the comments I'm here it's, it's my mom in the game not my mom in not you, Bob. <laughs> oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> I love that. That was so we, brilliant just timing. To clarify, well we love family support. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Thank oh, you for supporting us. Oh, man. Oh, I love well, that your mom was just like, I'm here, kid. I'll do it. You can deal with me. <laughs> uh, After, uh, so I'm just going to get tanned tonight. I'm going to go, well, I mean, it could just be a scouting mission. Law of probability, right? Okay, to a throne room. All right, Spider Queen throne room, find the path. I'm like, uh, let's see. I'm gonna look through the desk for a deck of cards because I need a divinatory tool and I don't have one. Okay. Uh, just real quick, instigation, invest, instigation, investigation. <laughs> Instigation. <laughs> Instigation. <laughs> it's a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, you you pop open that desk. First drawer you pop open, you see a set of dice, some cards, and some strange rune-looking shaped metal objects. You even find a set of uh, um, tarot cards. I'm guessing I'm going to throw that in there. Why not? (laughs) I'll take out... Let's see, it says divinatory tools such as bones, ivory sticks, cards, teeth, or carved runes worth 100 gold. So I'm going to take out whichever one looks the most expensive. The runes definitely look expensive. Okay, I'll take those out, and then um, I will set the spell, or set them on the scroll, or shake them like they're dice and roll them onto the scroll and be like, find the spider queen's lair? Okay. I will give you advantage due to what you just used um roll a d20 with advantage and then add your spell casting modifier we'll see well, how this that goes. was a 19 oh why do i try 31 31 <laughs> um what was the what was your target again uh Spider Queen's throne room. Okay. So as you cast the spell, and I'll just give it a, a quick description because why not? Unless you want to describe it, how what it feels like to have the scroll light up for you. Nope, go ahead. Um, okay. <laughs> I've, I have no familiarity with this spell, so I've... Okay, so as you cast the spell, the... Think there might be a little bit of an incantation i can't remember honestly you can feel the mystical elements coming into play the runes start to warm up and glow uh the light around you in this space through that tube of lighting begins to shift colors a, a bit um, and as those pieces light up and, and glow and change you see that the light from them gets pulled in asher to a point at your chest and then begins drawing itself out and drafting itself down into the tunnel. And even as you're bringing in those those components and you're in, and it's happening, the, the energy of the room begins to shift as well. The, the static electricity is kind of like the feeling that you would have as the hair on all of your arms uh, or the fur on your Strixie kind of draws you down that space and you get kind of a little bit of flashes, Asher, of, of visions of the branches you'll need to take down the tunnels. And then that energy desists. You can still see the pathway outlined ahead of you. Um, and you see it pointing the cavern entrance and you notice that there's a cool rush of air from deep within there. It's an opening large enough for several miners to pass through side by side, but it's dark. And that darkness makes it difficult to see much beyond the first few feet. All right. Weird. It's this way. And I will lead the way that way. Stomping any spiders I come across as I go. Because I've been hired as a pest control specialist. As you three step inside, what light you bring with you flickers and hits the rough walls of the cavern until it's too dark to see anything else whatsoever. Um, (laughs) The rock 
formations are jagged and even where they've extracted the mineral that allows for the the lift with the various airship designs that they've come up with there are stalactites and stalagmites but they're unnatural ones they're what's left behind as they did work to shore up the mine as they dug deeper and deeper and the walls themselves are covered in a damp wetness of just the collected moisture because it's so much cooler i'm going from the warmth of canyonville outside to the cool of this dark environment and and as you make those turns and you can still see that bead of light asher um heading from your chest down deeper the sound of dripping water as that uh, moisture uh, drips down and it creates this eerie and haunting atmosphere. The air is just thick with the scent of earth and minerals. And if it gets too dark, I'm going to cast a light cantrip on my gun. Okay. Uh, casting that, you actually are able to notice the ground beneath your feet has become rougher, more uneven, and the tunnels widening and narrowing as you go. The rocking outcroppings and fallen boulders create some natural obstacles obstacles and possible coverage for creatures mm. do you think there's spiders behind that thing over there i really don't like spiders i'd rather get this over with <laughs> um <clears throat> See, I imagine you also really hate spiders after last week, the other day. Yeah, well, so. I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. Well, let's see if anything comes up. And I'm just going to walk forward. Despite the challenges of the terrain, which slows you down a little bit, the cavern feels strangely peaceful and calming. The darkness and isolation creates a sense of detachment from that outside world up above the very busy and growing more raucous Canyonville world. The miners seem to have stopped here and the cavern transitions. And you see a mysterious and awe-inspiring place which could hold the promise of great wealth and adventure if you were brave enough to transverse and venture within. Next week. You you butt nugget. (laughs) I am proud of my nuggetiness. (laughs) Thank you all for watching. I believe there will be a spiderlicious encounter next week, probably. Yes. A little later in the day. As long as it's not snakes, my mom might watch. So don't bring Tulip or Lucifer to the party. Correct. And we okay. said, let me just double check here. We are going to move our timing to a next little week. bit later for next week. So if you're coming, checking in with us next week, um, don't expect us before 2 Pacific, 3 Mountain, Mountain 4, 4 Central, Central 5, 5 Eastern. Eastern. And if you're in a different part of the world, We've probably done that math plenty of times. Thank you all for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful everything. Okay, bye. Bye.